Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Forecast of the Future podcast. I'm your host, Ava Park, and today I'm going to be talking to you about a global government. I know many of you are probably thinking, well, what's a global government? It's a little bit self-explanatory, but it's basically like one government that rules the entire world, and it's a, quote, new world order type issue. So today I'm going to be talking about whether I think that's possible in the future or the near future or the incredibly long future. And if I think it's possible, what, what could be some benefits and what could be some non-benefits of this issue? Issues with it, but most people, when they think about a government new world order type issue, they usually associate that with bad and they usually associate it with corruption and all that stuff, which is definitely quite likely but um in case anyone's like wondering what could be some benefits i'll be sharing some benefits on why having a world order could potentially help people so the first benefit is it reduces inequality right now there is enough goods in the world but not everyone has equal access to these goods so if there's a world government they wouldn't prioritize certain countries having um, access to certain materials like for example the U.S. has access to certain water or you know so much stuff that other countries don't so it would definitely promote equal access and number two it eliminates currency risks in addition to the risk associated with investing in individual countries, there's also a currency risk that restrains capitals from moving from one country to another. And number three, it protects the environment. Developed countries can pay, pay to dump their toxic waste on developing countries. They can also shift their most polluting factories to developing countries. But in a global level, this geographical shift does not really make a difference at all. Government. Um, number four, it can fix taxes. So those in economic power can avoid taxes, as we all know, and it's extremely difficult to le- levy corporate taxes in the OC- OECD corporation. Taxes are only half important as personal income taxes, which shouldn't be the case. If corporations could be taxed equally, the money would raise could really have a big issue. And also, a lot of governments are in debt right now, so they can't help other people. But if there was a global government, not to say that it wouldn't necessarily be in debt, but, you know, it could um, help out a lot of other countries. And it also ensures a fair response to crisis. Now, this is really what got me thinking in COVID because this was a time where I was thinking, would a world government actually help society in this time? Because everyone had different rules. Some countries said mask. Some countries said don't mask. Some countries said, oh, it's not an issue. This virus is not a problem at all. Some countries said lockdown completely everywhere. So it was honestly madness. And it's not the norm. World virus is not the norm. So, I mean, having a world government could definitely put things in order. 
but whether the world government would make a mistake and that would affect every single country. We, we don't really know. Because, for example, masks. The U.S., they said no masks for everyone. So, for example, if that mandate was put on the entire world, we don't know how bad COVID would have gotten because the wrong response would have affected billions instead of like billions and billions of people instead of just millions of people. But the pandemic has shown that countries are competitive when it comes to protecting their citizens. Governments are a me first approach and this was definitely shown in the vaccines and people have really like noticed this more in the vaccines whether the decision over the vaccine should be made on a global level and whether factors such as income should be used to determine their distribution and the final issue that would definitely be solved and this is like an obvious one uh, is the migration problem because if it's one world no one's gonna be um issuing saying that oh we can accept you here you're not citizen all that stuff well that could still happen based on the rules of the world government but it it would be less likely but also speaking on migration issues a lot of people that are refugees or immigrants they're escaping their country's government so if the world country's government like extradition bill like extradition bill there's no there would be no such thing as extradition bill people would not have people there there would be no place to leave if you're in danger from your country because of the government you can't just go to a different country because the entire world is gonna be quote-unquote corrupt there's no place you can go for protection to avoid the government so that honestly like that would be the biggest problem with a global government is corruption and we've seen this hundreds of times throughout history when someone gets too much power they become corrupt right now in the world there's not really a most powerful person and you know well it could be definitely argued who's the most powerful person whether it's the leader of the country with the greatest economy or the most amount of people you know there's not really a specific person that everyone can be like this person is the most influential person in the entire world or most powerful person in the entire world but if we have a world government then that would be extremely easy to say the most influential influential person has extreme power and right now even if someone has power over a million or even um certain people that have powers over a billion people the amount that they're corrupt, imagine those people seven times. They now have power over over seven billion people. It's just extremely hard to even fathom. And that person's decision affects every single other life in the entire world. A world government takes 
like the right now the way the world's set up is all these different countries and yeah there's the united nations but the united nations is what it is a united of nations it's not one person in charge of everything it's it's a you elect the leader for example the leader of the united states you elect the leader of your country and that person goes to the united states um united nations and in the united states also they have it where you elect the person in in your district or your state and they go to the government but they're not the president so i mean right now the united nations is kind of in a sense the way that the u.s is set up if they didn't have a president where you join like the senate and the senate is representing you which could be how the world government is set up the world government could be a mix of every single country and it, it, it's like you elect the leader of your country and that country that leader goes to the ballot and that ballot that's voted affects every single other person I think this could eventually happen it's it might not because but this would this would definitely be more likely than a single person or someone taking over taking over the entire world is you know hard I mean Hitler wanted to practically take over the entire world and that's when World War II started and Albert Einstein he said a quote that was I don't know what weapons will be used in World War Three, but World War Four will be used with sticks and stones. And this, I think, if one person wanted to fight their way to the top, to have leadership over every single other person in every single other country, there would be war. There's no doubt that these countries would give up some of their power. Just normally like, okay, fine. I'll give up my power. That is not at all the shape of the world right now. So if someone did fight for it, it would just be a disaster. It would be a complete and utter disaster if someone decided right now that they wanted to take up the world. And for example, Putin, Vladimir Putin, he decides today that he wants to take over the world and attack every single other country. There will be so much war, so much death. And like Albert had said, by the state of the world, by the end of the war of all countries, World War III, we'll, we'll have nothing. It will be fought with sticks and stones. Because the world's too powerful right now. And people have learned. People have learned from the past of World War Two and World War One that we can't just fight any other country. But if it's at the stake of the entire country, I think that there is a chance that another, there's a very, very high chance that World War Three would take place. So that is just not in the near future at all. And if that happens, that would just be horrible. And everyone should wish that that would never happen because there's no saying the destruction of the world when every single country is fighting with the bombs and everything that's been made it would just be crazy so 
as to back back to what I was saying, if it was in the format of the United Nations type issue where you elect the leader of your country and that country goes and votes, that would be a little bit more likely, but it wouldn't be likely because the issue is governments don't agree and people have egos. Hopefully everybody understands a bit more on the benefits and non-benefits of a world government or slash world democracy and hopefully everyone understands a little bit on how it works better. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.